This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now for April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX 350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 to its signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife, come what may. I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team. I am the hairy left lip ghost, and with me coming off a birthday weekend is the beautiful, fresh, clean, slightly bearded right lip Ryan. How are you? A little hairy. Uh, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Um, we, I mean, you know, not to break the fourth wall here, but I just slid in here in time. I sound good and everything. My mic's right. You sound great. You sound great. Hopefully I sound just the same. We you sound clean as always with that nice little uh, equipment that you got there. And we're doing something different. That's why, you know, usually people would be thinking like, uh, we don't have a schedule to adhere to over here on this show. We're trying to run it a little different, trying to be a little more professional. And so hopefully we can have a few calls. And uh, I just completely let time get the best of me. I'm working on that Illuminati shirt. It's like a garbage pail kid. Oh, I can't. Um, secret society thing and i'm learning this new program so i was like sucked into it right now it was super fun uh looking pretty good so far but what are you up to nothing uh just uh chilling and uh really excited for today's episode hopefully it all goes off without a hitch uh this will be the the trial run of of call-ins and and multiple call-ins so hopefully uh hopefully we elevate our game and i think uh you and i have both the potential and there is our first caller now yeah, we're just a couple of dreamers here, you know? Conspiracy Underground, you're on the air. <laughs> hey, Ghost and Ryan, can you both hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? This That was the problem last time. Yes, I can hear both of you. Wow, look at Ghost here, just coming in, leading the charge. Batter up. I appreciate that. <laughs> What's going on, Al? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Not bad. I'm trying to figure it out still, but we'll see. I'm all unorganized today. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy day here too, so I get it. So, uh, how you feeling? You said you you had a slight cold. Okay, last night my fever got up to 104. It's a little more than a slight cold. Oh, but shit. we're not on video, so it's okay. <laughs> Dang. That's. I mean, isn't that like in the danger zone where uh, you could have some serious, like, long term effects from that if you don't get it like handled? So- my husband was putting cold rags on my head. Apparently, I kept throwing them at him. Um, That's good. Right. So you, you had the delirious uh, high uh, temperature uh, fever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, have, you, have you guys ever put sliced potatoes on the bottoms of your feet if you have a fever? No. Okay. So if you look it up online, they're going to tell you that it's total hogwash and it doesn't work. But I can tell you that every time either me and my husband or my stepdaughter had a fever, 
You just take like a brown potato, you slice it, you put the thin slices on the bottoms of your feet, put on socks and go to bed. Every single time we have done that, it has broken our fever. Um, and they will turn black in the morning. Like when you take off your socks in the morning and look at the potato peels, they'll be black. So you okay. don't believe me. I've heard of this technique as a detox um, type type deal. I've never yeah. heard of it breaking a, a fever, but if I ever come across a fever, I'm definitely going to try it. I heard it with onions yeah. too, but I tried it with onions and I got zero results. Like the onions looked the same. And I wonder if that just says something about my body. Like it's just like the toxins are just in there and they're not coming out. I don't know. And I, we've never tried it with onions. And the first couple of times I thought it was just some weird oxidation thing. So we would, we would even leave slices of potatoes like on the kitchen counter overnight to compare. Um, and they did not look the same as the ones on the bottoms of our feet. Let me tell you. Hmm. Interesting. Do they have to be organic? Cause that was the thing that I was wondering about with the onions. I just got like regular shitty store-bought onions and I heard that they needed to be organic, but is that the same case with the potatoes or can you just use any store-bought potato? I'm going to guess they should be organic. These were actually ones we had grown in our backyard. Okay. So I knew like where they came from and everything. Um, I feel like it's, it can't, okay, it might hurt, but I'd be willing to put, to try and put sliced potatoes on the bottoms of my feet. So, okay. Well, hey, you know what? Back, but, yeah. well, glad you're feeling better. What's going on out there? You're always kind of uh, on the cutting edge of new information. It seems you've been really coming through for us here with some really, really cool topics to discuss. Do you have uh, anything that you were looking into or just wanting to shoot the shit a little bit? Well, you guys heard that there was another train derailment in Ohio, right? <laughs> hey, shocker, right? Yeah. You heard the there was a dam in East Palestine that broke and contaminated water spilled everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the only other new thing, have you guys heard about what Ford recently released a patent on? No. So Ford... I guess the patent was filed back in, I think they said two, that August of 2001. And my ex-husband actually, you, I think he still works for Ford. I don't know. But I remember him talking about this. And the patent is for uh, technology that would allow the company to remotely repossess your vehicle. And the system would first alert the owner about a missed payment before disabling certain features such as GPS, air conditioning, and the radio. If the owner fails to act, then the car can lock them out and drive itself autonomously to the impound lot. (laughs) Um, If someone is delinquent but working towards clearing their balance, the car would only lock on weekends to allow them to go to work and earn an income. Um. Oh, wait, don't you, to, don't you need your car to go to work? Well, no, that's what they're saying. During the, during the week, during the work week, you could use your car. But oh, okay. on the weekend, it gotcha. would lock down. Gotcha. I was thinking that kind of for the people that only work, like do have, have to work on weekends, uh, hopefully there's a well, way I think, around. Yeah, I think you'd have to like submit your work schedule or some shit, which is even crazier. But it says, according to Ford, the system is designed to solve the issue of uncooperative owners who are behind on payments and typically attempt to impede the repossession operation, leading to confrontations. And if the repossession costs more than the vehicle's value, it could drive itself to a junkyard. (laughs) You know what's so crazy, though, is that 
the the whole system that's set up right now that allows for people to take loans out on cars when they know damn well that they can't pay it back that's i mean that's part of the problem if you're making let's say four thousand dollars a month right a thousand dollars a week basically you've got a twelve hundred dollar mortgage and then you take on an eight hundred dollar a month car payment they'll allow you to do that because you technically have enough money to do that if you're not counting gas and food and insurance and phone bills and subscription services that you have right so electric and gas and water and yeah, yeah. utilities all that shit and they let you and, and i mean not to mention dogs like I, I had to take my dog who happens to have the same name as my co-host here he you know it's a 200 dollars appointment when he's got a little thyroid condition right so i mean there, there's these costs if things aren't going perfect for you month to month you're going to miss a yep. payment at some point mm-hmm. if you're threading the needle like that. So I, I would say, you know, these banks that allow this shit to happen, they're the ones that are actually just as responsible as the irresponsible owners or, you know, leasers of these cars. It almost, yeah, I do. that, it almost sounds like the, that program that uh, Biden wants to put in by what is it? 2025 to take effect where they can remotely shut off your car. Yep. Hmm. So it sounds like he's might might be backdooring through Ford to uh do even more with that that Wait, are you telling me that big companies actually work with the government just to promote an agenda? That's that's impossible. That would be fascist. Uh, no, My not, favorite, not, not here in America. No, no. <laughs> so the, the information I'm reading is from the Instagram account called Real News No Bullshit. They have a lot of good stuff. And I lose the last uh Part of this post, it was a company spokesperson said the patent was submitted as a normal course of business, but they aren't necessarily an indication of new business or product plans. Bullshit. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting that they're talking about all this new technology and the way that these cars can like drive themselves back to, to the impound or to wherever they need to be. There's that idea of the 15 minute cities that I was just looking into. And you don't need to leave your house to go to work in this new world that they're trying to get going. They're actually trying to turn Paris into one of these 15-minute cities. There's several all around the world. There's really no reason in the future that most people will need to leave their homes, including food, including, I mean, you name it. They want to It'll, start it in Cleveland. They want Cleveland to be the first 15-minute city. Well, there's already one in uh, Oregon, of course, right? And then I think that they're working on one in Utah, actually, Diane, a uh, uh, follower of the show, um, sent this to me, and I, I misheard her, and I thought it was in Oklahoma, and because that's where she is, and I thought it was interesting that they would start it there, um, but at the same time, it's like, why? What's the point of these things if it's not to try and get it smaller and smaller? You're gonna have a 15 minute city, then you'll have a 10 minute city, and then a five minute city, and then you're just in a pod. At that yeah. point, at the end of the day. And no one's talking about all the fines that that are implemented if you leave your 15-minute area and try to get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, that's the problem. Supposedly, you get 100 days, 100 free days to leave. So if you got a job that's outside your area, guess what? You're fucked, buddy. You yeah. can't go anywhere. Well, and if you think about it, they kind of already did this a soft rollout, especially in Australia and other places during COVID. Where they that's had when it started. Yeah, you couldn't, you could only leave your house for an hour and you can only go down certain places. And I know in Connecticut for a while, because a lot of people who maybe live in Connecticut or then work in Massachusetts or New York, and you had to have papers 
in case you were stopped because you worked odd hours crossing the state lines. Because if you didn't out of state tag, and some, especially in New York, they were pulling you over. And so companies were sending out letters saying, yes, this person works for so-and-so company and they are traveling to work. Please allow them to pass. We had those uh, at my job as well, uh, stating that we were deemed essential and could yeah. travel and, and do all this. We had to keep them in our trucks. Uh, yeah. It was crazy because when I I was furloughed at first because I had fucked up my foot and they're like, just stay home, you know, just get better and, and come back. And I came back and I'm like, looking at this shit, I'm like, wow, that, we're headed for some dark times. Yeah, man. Yeah. I had all, them. I haven't had them. It was wild. Yeah. All this stuff is, is going to be done. It seems like uh, where you won't need cars at the end of the day, the goal for them, you know, the ever present them is to get rid of cars. So that's why I think they're, they're moving us from these very efficient, but you know, harmful vehicles, right? Now, Supposedly these fuck up the want, environment. They want green hydrogen. Right. So they want, they want to move into these, these cars that are so hard to source the, the materials for. And then once we get fully into that system, they'll say, Hey, you know what? We kind of overstepped here. Let's just get rid of cars. You guys can ride bikes and walk, uh, in these little zones. And then, you know, you get telemedicine. Telemedicine's already a thing. My sister uses it. Um, you know, you call in, you say you're sick with something and, uh, it depends on whether the doctor believes you or not. And then they get you your medication, you know? So, um, There'll be drones delivering all this stuff. I heard a lady talking about, like, if you have a kid, you rent toys, like you rent toys for your child, and then you, you give the toys back when they outgrow them, and then they're just recycled. It's a fucked up, very Orwellian system that uh, that's trying to be put in place. And that the cars are the first step, I think, to Ellie's point there. Yeah. Well, I find it interesting because I'm from Michigan, but I live in Connecticut now. And I remember moving to Connecticut and going, where are all the old cars? Well, oh, right. In the, state, in the state of Connecticut, you know, they got rid of a lot of older cars because they have this emissions tax and you have to get your emissions checked every, I don't know, so many years. And in Detroit or in Michigan, you know, it's the Motor City. There's no restrictions on things like that. People drive whatever they want. They drive beaters. They drive whatever. And I later learned... In the state of Connecticut, they changed it for safety reasons that your car has to be, you know, in most cases over a certain number of years. It can't be more than a certain number of years old and things like that. Whereas in Detroit, they don't care. Right. Yeah, it's 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 nuts and it's just the beginning. In in my humble little opinion, it's just the beginning and it's gonna get fucking really retarded and really scary really quick. It's a little scary, but hey, you know what? What are we going to do? What are we going to do about it? That's all you can say. So, yeah. Well, Ellie, thank you for calling in, and we hope you, you. you do get better and uh, everything uh, on the other issues that, that's going on. I hope uh get better as well. So prayers pr- prayers from the, the conspiracy underground going out to you. Thank Definitely. you. Thank you. And it was nice talking to both you, and we'll talk soon. All righty. Take care. Thank you. Take for care. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. How nice. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, I know. She's always nice to talk to, but yeah, dude, it is. Uh, it's a. I mean, I forget. I think Kim was mentioning that to me. Uh, these Ford cars that want to drive themselves back. So, I don't know, dude. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me. I wish I could say that it was, but you know, nothing, nothing, dude. Like I said, New York could get nuked right now while we're talking, 
And I would say, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. That's about it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, they really did it. They pulled the trigger. Yeah. Like we've been hearing about it for so long. The de- desensitization, the way that the fucking light is hitting my beard, it looks like there is speckles of food in there, but it's just gray hairs, I guess. I don't know. I keep catching, it keeps catching my eye. No, it just and looks like, like speckles of gray hair to me. Yeah. It looks like food or something. I guess that's why they call it a little salt and pepper in the beard. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, Along with that meme um, on the, the pH balance of a woman's vagina is ew yeah and that's and then they show a picture of guys like us or especially me that just have gray right here and i don't do that so oh it's like acidic yeah so it it'll turn your your hair gray oh, or white yeah. <laughs> that's so nasty <laughs> i mean yeah you gotta love a, a good vagina but i mean just like when yeah. you start talking about ph and these jade eggs and things like that i'm like ooh, get out of here with that shit I don't know which is worse, that or the uh, the topic of the uh, or the subject of the uh, the email that I sent. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yours is pretty bad. Uh, it, it is. I mean, I think I'd puke <laughs> when you wrote it out. <laughs> if I if that really if I <laughs> if I really had to do that. Oh yeah. Well, we'll just leave that a secret. Let people's imaginations run wild. But dude. Um, I saw right now that there is, uh, you know, China's preparing to go to war. I told you about this, right? Mm-hmm. We have some serious issues there. And, uh, you know, I don't know, man. If we if we have to fight a two-front r- war, that's going to be a big problem with our current military situation. They're not set up for it right now at all. No, not one bit. Uh, we wouldn't even be set up, I don't think, very successfully for one war. But let's see. Um Let's see what we what we can do here because yeah man I'm just kind of looking around, uh, looking around the old above top secret here. It's kind of a quiet news day on that front. There's plenty of stuff to talk about, but um, there's not a whole lot there on on a, on ABS, huh. ABT. Sorry, it's weird because uh, I don't know. China's always in the news or you know, talking about invading this or, you know, siding with Russia or that, you know, and who knows? I mean, who knows if China is even really the bad guy at the end of the day, you know, you know what I mean? They're, they're another one that we've been told it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I kind of believe it, because proof, but you, you know what I mean? Like figuratively speaking, like Putin, bad Russia, bad. Right. I don't know, man. It seems like it's, it, it is obviously always kind of hard to know exactly what the fuck's going on, but. I'll go ahead and assume that these guys aren't good over there. The Chinese. Uh, um, but yeah, dude, I've been noticing too. Marjorie Taylor Greene is constantly in the fucking news. Like yeah. very, very much. So yeah, I seen a tweet from her today and I was just like, come on. Like no one's taking you serious anymore. Like at all. Yeah. Just can you stop? Well, yeah, that's probably a good thing to be honest. Right. Yeah, she's not very. She's not really to be taken serious, but then you have you know just it seems it's uh it seems that she's just as fucking bad as like the AOCs of the world and stuff like that too. Yeah, but, just on the different different spec different side. One one's one extreme one way and one's extreme the other way. You know what I mean? And and then you have people making like uh, videos with her. Combatant or not, like conf- having a confrontation with a uh, 
Australian reporter asking her questions about the Second Amendment and this and that. And she's like, listen, lady, uh, you have stabbings in your country. And then they give her the laser eyes. And Listen, lady, then you can just go back to your country. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you you give everybody that is consider considers themselves more of a constitutional uh, conservative a really bad name. For sure, dude. So we got our next guy. He just saw the message. I don't know what he's doing, if he's actually going to call or not. But um, th- there was this thing that I, that they were doing at the UFC 285. Is this uh, the Jake Gyllenhaal thing? Yeah, dude. Isn't that weird? I've never noticed it. It's not like it's not conspiratorial or anything. You know, no. people, people can turn conspiracies, turn anything into conspiracies, but. Uh, and I saw I saw plenty with the uh, the UFC. Some of this shit is so goofy, dude. And, well, weren't, and it's, weren't they filming his new movie? Isn't that what it was supposed to be about? Yeah, with Conor McGregor. It's uh, Roadhouse, right? Yeah. It's like a disgraced UFC fighter ends up like, uh, you know, just kicking people in the face in bars, I guess. Right. But yeah, dude, it was kind of cool, man. It was cool watching it. And then I guess in the middle of actual fights like Jake Gyllenhaal got in the octagon with some other actor and they were like doing a fake fight. It's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw um, the highlights of it. I was like, Oh, this is, this is different. Yeah. Like they're using the the crowd and everything. So I thought that was kind of cool. All right. Well, here's our caller. Nice. I've actually never talked to this dude before. Matthew conspiracy underground. You're on the air with ghost and Ryan. Oh, stop a couple of slippery fellas. How are we doing today? <laughs> doing oh. good. How are you? I'm all right. Just on the run, on the move, you know, living the blue collar life right now, running the kids to and from practice. Nice. Still. Over here, though. Try not to, not to get caught in the acid clouds of Ohio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, wasn't there. Okay. So we we were talking about this kind of a little bit right now. You're in Akron, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, west of East Palestine, and apparently all I'm hearing from all the chemical experts and geological experts and weather experts is that all all that rain and wind goes east to west. So we're getting nailed with it. Have you guys have you guys noticed anything like health wise or like feeling? Have you been feeling weird about uh, this shit going on? You know, for a little while, it, it, it was a little before all that, though. My kids, me, my girlfriend, everyone gets headaches. My mother gets headaches. Everybody I know deals with a lot of headaches in this area. Um, and it, it's gotten worse over the years. Um, but as for like, oh, the Cuyahoga River definitely had a ton of fish die off. And it was like right in front of one of the big bars in Cleveland. Um, it's a, it's a bar that's right there on the river and there was just a trail of dead fish for miles. Um, but that's something that kind of happens often, sadly. So, but that was like right after the East Palestine thing. Um, I know paying attention to East Palestine, I have heard nothing but complaints of like, they, they don't even see the, the small wildlife like newts and lizards and uh, right. uh, frogs, all that. It's just birds. Haven't seen birds. Um, to, to be honest, I've seen less birds around here. I'm out driving right now. I don't see any birds. That's crazy. 
That, that would be very foreign to me. Yeah, there's normally flocks. And I live right on a lake where the geese, for the past two years, the geese owned that lake, my apartment complex, the roads. You had to go around them. I haven't seen them in, since December. And huh. they, these, these kind of geese stay around all year. They rarely ever go down south for the winter. They, they're around this area of Akron all year round. I haven't seen them in months. Huh. I wonder what that means, man. You know what I mean? Like, if are they dying out? Are they just permanently relocating? What's the deal there? You know? Because, yeah, you when you say December, you would assume that they're just flying south. But if you say that they're never around, that's... Come and go a little bit in the winter, but I tell you, they're they're always around, and I'll, I know because there's fresh crap on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walking right. around, you know, <clears throat> you know, huh. it's just it's coming to the point, fellas. It's like this this game of karma they like to play. You know, they're telling us in the mu- the movies, the music, the books, the news. They've been telling us their plans for years. So what? do we have to do to actually put that karma back in their lap? That's a good question. That's the main, that's the main reason why the main question I've had for myself and others for past couple of years. And right now, like it, at, during COVID, it really started picking up. And right now, now I'm starting to get a little, getting a little worried. Yep. You know, these, these, these chemical spills, these explosions, these factory fires, it's, it's not coincidence, man, and it's not just oh the internet's talking about it more. That's bullshit to me. No, well, it sounds like you've been. Action. Sorry, Matthew. It sounds like you've been thinking about that a little bit. Do you have like even the slightest idea how you could kind of flip this around back into them, like from a karmatic perspective, well, as you said? The only thing that I've been able to compile in my little brain is how many people do we have to get to speak up, and what kind of speaking do we have to do. I'm not a violent person. I don't even own a gun. Mm. I didn't make it to the military because I had surgery for my leg, and I've always gone the peaceful route. Last time I was in a fight was when I was 21 years old, 36 now. I'm not a violent person. And okay. I, I, I do not want to take it to violence because, you know, I want to be around till I'm 100. I'm trying to leave a legacy behind as many other people want to do also, but... In a nonviolent form, the best thing I could come up with was we need a crap ton of people to speak up and say we see the game and we don't accept it. Huh. I don't know what coming together, that would take, but I don't even know, you know if that w- that would even work. You know, you, you see all these other um, countries doing the the same thing, and nothing happens. You know, they they go out, they protest, they riot. It peacefully, and next thing you know, all the authoritarians are, are arresting them. You know, the government's putting them in jail. You know, doing this and that. And I don't know. I, I think Americans are too grateful to sit on their ass. Mm. Too grateful to sit on their ass, or too, too grateful? Yeah, but they're they're grateful is probably the wrong word. They're they're too maybe prideful. To get off their ass or whatever, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Yeah, what, yeah. They're what too. To us, we're, we're we're lazy too, and we're soft. Yes. You know what I mean? So it it is a problem. But uh, uh, Matthew, I was gonna say you got some background noise there, dude. I don't know if your window's down or something. If you could roll it up or something like that, but uh, if not, no big deal. 
what is probably it? just my loud hub. Oh, okay. Hub on my car just went like a week ago, so I, I've been meaning to replace that. But uh, no, you're good, dude. And right now it's quiet. Is it good? It's like okay. Um, yeah, you know, it's just it, it, standing up and protesting doesn't work because that gets infiltrated. Right. And you got to think these guys are really playing a spiritual game here. How deep spiritually do we have to fight back? Right. Man. You know, and this isn't something I know I'm not going to figure out any time soon. And I'm sure there's way smarter, deeper spiritual people who have an answer. Yeah, you're but talking it, to two of them right now. Speak up. <laughs> hey, man, let's do some work, fellas. We got, we got some work to do because uh, right now we're – it's the fourth quarter. We're down quite a few points. So I don't even think we've scored I, I one. Said, <laughs> man, I, I think we have a couple here and there. It's just you got to turn some stones. But yeah. it's I, I'm getting to the point where, and I don't want to sound like a radical. I'm sick of talking about it. We got to do something. No, I, I'm right there with you. I don't think that's radical yeah. at all. The 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 go to answer is to take the money away, and people know how to do that. People know how to take the money away to quit feeding this. That's the least violent way to do this. But unfortunately, the the people that take your money and spend it places they they see that as violent. They see that as like um you know you're you're a um, what's the opposite of a patriot? Like you're a, a confederate. No, like you're you're just like anti anti America. You're, yeah, you yeah. don't, you know, if you don't if you don't support the system with your hard earned dollars, then you're you're stabbing your own countrymen in the back, right? So that's the easiest way to do it. But they they've bolstered up the counter to that, right? They've they've hired new people into this whole branch of government that is actually, and I'm speaking vague on purpose. Like I'm sure people can actually put the pieces together in their head, but. You know, it's 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 scary, man. There's there's no real easy way to answer this stuff. And obviously, people that think about it a lot, like yourself, Matthew, Ghost, I think about this, dude. It, you're kind of at a point where it's just like, man, if they're gonna do it, hopefully they do it, you know, in some sort of kinetic fa- fashion, because it's been some cold war against the American people for quite some time. If it gets hot, if it gets like kinetic, you know, then we know what to do. But I'm until that point, that. Right. definitely spend your money where with the people who earn it or deserve it, not at Walmart and everything, but how soon until it reverts back to the days of the rednecks and spending the company coin at the company store. I think that's where they're trying to funnel this right back into. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you for calling in and uh, giving us some good information and uh, hopefully things pick up and and turn for the better over there in uh, Ohio. Um, and where you're at, uh, it just seems like for some reason Ohio is really under attack right now. Yeah, I would agree. Man, thanks for letting me call in, fellas. Next time I do it, I'll make sure I'm not on the road. Right, oh, no you're problem. good, dude. And by the way, you were the one, uh, Matthew, I think that was telling me a lot about Ohio, the importance of it. If I'm not mistaken, you were the one that asked us like why Hitler was fa- fascinated with Ohio. There's something to it, dude. There's something yeah, very, very, very interesting about that whole area. And it's kind of a sleeper uh, because, you know, you think of Ohio, you don't think of, of that being a target, but it sure seems to be. But, dude, thank you so much for calling in and participating in this little uh, call-in experiment that we're doing, Matthew. Hey, thanks, fellas. Glad yeah. to be a part of it. Yes, thank you. Thanks, awesome, buddy. Take care, man. Bye. Take care. Yeah, no, that I mean, he, he brings up a lot of good points, man. I wish yeah. that it was – hopefully, hopefully, you know, people listening could hear that. I mean, I, it, I – 
it's uh it's part of the call-in show you know what i mean if if somebody's driving people are living their lives while they're interacting with us and i i, I can only do so much uh, to, to quiet the background noise. So, you know, you're going to get people, oh, I couldn't hear him. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Go run your own show. Well, no, he had some good points, honestly. So either, I mean, yeah. even if, even if there's some craziness going on in the background, it doesn't really matter. Like he always sends good stuff. Yeah, yeah man. Dude's got some good info out there right now too. I'm seeing that, uh, Taiwan is actually warning China about a military, uh, sudden entry. Uh, maybe, maybe Taiwan's getting fed up and they're actually going to do some shit here. Um, good luck, Taiwan. <laughs> you guys are a piss in the fucking, a drop in the bucket when yeah, it comes to like the, the size. Drop yeah. I mean, it's, it's nuts. The, the size, I don't even understand how Taiwan has been able to stand this long because, and dude, if that, if they fall, a lot of people might not care if they fall. Like, who cares uh, what kind of effect that'll have on us? Our economy is shot if yeah. Taiwan goes down because all your chips for all these cars, those Fords that mm. are going to fucking uh, impound themselves, all kinds of cars, all kinds of computers, semiconductor chips all come from Taiwan. And if not yeah, everybody all, thinks then... it comes from China, but it doesn't. Right, right. A lot of technology comes from Taiwan. So, uh, yeah, dude, that's going to be just a fucking shit show. Imagine that. With technology being down and then also food. I mean, we'll go literally from a country that has streaming services. The grocery stores are never empty. We have everything that we ever needed to literally not even having entertainment to just kind of like lull ourselves to sleep. Well, It'll literally myself that, that went nuts, not getting eggs from my own chickens. Well, that's different because, right. the, you know, I mean, you're actually trying to get this stuff yourself, right? It's different when you're like just some fat piece of shit and you're going to the grocery store and you're like, where's the eggs? You know, you're you're out there. You're making an effort. You're trying to get things, you know, something more self-sufficient and all this stuff. And hey, guess what? You figured out the problem, right? They stopped laying for a little while and it sounds like you figured it out, right? Like you, you got them laying again. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy Underground, you're Hello? on the air. Hey. Who are we speaking How with? How you doing? Good. This is Gina. I'm Gina. Well, hello, Gina. <laughs> Gina. <Are> you... <laughs> I'm Gina. <laughs> What's hey, up, Gina? So in. I, uh, I had some stuff maybe we could talk about if you got a few minutes, since you got live call-ins now. Absolutely, absolutely. Hit us with your best shot, as they say. My best shot. All right. Well, I'm going to give you with a shot right here. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So what I, I've been thinking about, um, the work that I do, I work with addiction, you know, um, and so I don't know if you guys have seen on TV much when they're talking about that new drug. Well, it's not really new, but there's a lot of press going on about the drug, the drug prank. Um, have you guys really heard about that much? Have you seen that on the news? I have. Yeah. Cause it's hitting Kensington pretty hard and that's a suburb of Philadelphia that cops don't even, they don't, they won't even touch. Yeah. All that I heard about it was what ghost told me about. But I would like to learn more well, for it's sure. Getting to be... Sure. Well, let me just tell you a little bit. I can tell you a little bit about it. I've been doing some research on it. And what kind of bringing the conspiracy side out of it is um, some really interesting stuff. And that's what I wanted to ask you guys about. So let me just tell you a little bit about what I've learned about um, Trank. So Trank is actually called Xylazine. It's an animal tranquilizer that, anim that vets will use on large animals. And so 
on the streets, they're taken to Xanazine and they're mixing it with like heroin, meth, or fentanyl. And so it's literally like Ghost just said, you know, out on the streets, the people on the streets is just littered with people that look like zombies, right? Like literal zombies. We've never seen anything like this in all of the years of, you know, addiction. We've never seen anything quite like this. Um, but what they're doing is they're using this xylazine and they're um, cutting drugs like heroin, meth, fentanyl, like I said. But what's different about it is um, it's causing necrosis. So it's like causing their um, bones to decay, their muscle and skin. They have really nasty lesions. They look like they have rotting skin, smelling, lots of amputation. So it's really jacking these people up. And um, and it's not so, caused at the <laughs> injection site or, or anything like that. It's usually somewhere very different on the body. Am I correct? Right. But it's not like attacking, per se, their internal organs, which is interesting. So they have a lot of more um, people that are ending up in a coma and not so much, you know, death. But what's interesting about that is that um, you can actually go online and you can buy from suppliers in China this xylazine. You don't even have to be a vet. You don't have to provide any kind of specifications at all. And you're able to buy it for like 6 to $20 per kilo from Chinese suppliers, okay? And so what's really weird to me is when you think about China and you think about, you know, this zombie stuff, um, China is the only country in the world to have an industrial size scale organ trafficking practice. Did you all know that? Mm. No. Well, China having a, yeah, yeah. The only country in. Sorry, there must, there might be a little bit of a lag on my side, Gina, my mistake, but yeah, like they do like this, this organ trading with like the Uyghurs, and all this stuff too, right? Like this is what you're kind of referring to? Yeah. I mean, actually, they, they had, I don't know if they call it legislation or whatever, but they actually approved in 1984 in China to actually be able to do forced organ harvesting. They do that from like their prisoners. So they don't even have a choice because of low organ donation. So what's interesting to me is the fact that we now have this drug that literally is coming from China that's causing our addicts to be out on the streets that are it's attacking every part of their body, but it's kind of salvaging their organs, right? And so a lot of these people are put into a coma and they don't come out of it. Like, it makes me wonder if there's a connection there between, you know, China and these people now having viable organs, you know, to be utilized. And, it, I mean, haven't we talked about uh, on every podcast, you know, like um, the birth rate and stuff is, is so much lower over in those Asian countries? I mean... That's the conspiracy part that I don't understand. Plus the predictive programming, like the whole, they're looking like zombies. Like I always wondered what all of the zombie shows were about. You know, I didn't get into that, but it's just weird. So yeah. that's kind of what I've been thinking about. And I didn't know if you guys had heard anything about that. Or <laughs> Well, in the, in the stuff that I, I kind of went on like a small little rabbit hole uh, for the listeners out there, if you just go on YouTube and type in Trank and it'll br- bring up, different things on Kensington and how it's making its way into New York. Now, if you scroll down far enough, vice actually did like a 40, there's no commercials in it. So it's only like 40 minute long, uh, little show on it. And they actually touched on what Gina was just talking about, how the, the vice reporter actually got in contact with somebody in China and they were going to send her this, this, uh, this tranquilizer. And, She's like, is it, can I mix it with this and, and fentanyl? And they're like, we don't know about fentanyl. Fentanyl is banned in our country, but uh, we make sure it gets to you. If it's confiscated, uh, we make sure it gets to you. 
And I'm just like, holy fuck. Yeah. And 90% of the drugs right now being tested in Philadelphia are testing positive for xylazine. Yeah. 90%. And it's moving all the way across the country. But the thing about this, too, is like if you use that drug Narcan, which is basically like a, an EpiPen for opioid overdose. It doesn't you know, work. It's a spray that goes in the nose. It's not working because it's not an opioid derivative. It will work if there's more of the opiate mixed into the solution. But if the trach, I mean, if the xylazine is more, it's not working. It's, mm. There's no antidote for xylazine currently. Yeah, and, and these people that but are that are taking it. There are a lot of people that are. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say because of the tranquilizer, they don't know. They just think they're not enough, and but they never wake up. You know, they they OD on it. Yeah, and I. It's it's scary. I really shit. encourage you. <laughs> I encourage everyone to get on YouTube and look at that. Like these people are zombies. I watched one lady gave birth on the fucking streets, and nobody even flinched. Ugh. <laughs> And they're just suspended. They're like in suspended animation. They just they don't move. They're just like bent over. They look like some kind of zombie looking flash mob, you know? It's bizarre. We've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it, it's it's but, such, it's really twisted shit. Because when I was watching some of these videos, I was just like, okay, all these other people see what other people are doing, and they're still okay with smoking it or injecting it or doing whatever they do to get it into their body. And then the next thing, like, even one guy was like, well, I need to do it. I, I, I'm I, probably going to die in the next year. <laughs> like, no, no, wow. addict, no addict really wants to be an addict. At some point, it, you know, they don't have the right school, skills and, and support. I mean, it's almost, it is impossible to really put that stuff down. But And China's the, the biggest. I've never seen anything like it. China's the biggest place where we're getting this uh, horse tranquilizer, or not horse tranquilizer, but tranquilizer from, isn't it? For certain, yes. And that's where fentanyl is originating, too. Like, yep. from 2019 to 2020 or 21 or something, we had a 146% jump just in fentanyl. Damn. So this is the big problem, too. They're coming, if, if it's coming from China, then the cartels are the ones that are bringing it here. The cartels are working hand-in-hand hand with China which is really scary. Like I've been listening to a lot of people talking about how, uh, you know, Trump's new thing, if he ever, you know, gets back in office, which who knows he's running on the platform that the car, that he's going to declare war on the cartels. He's going to call them an international terrorist organization, which if, if they are behind this, then they would absolutely be an, an international terrorist organization. So if it's coming from China, you know, our government is allowing it to get here but it wouldn't be getting shipped over from China. It would be getting trafficked through the border right here in Arizona, Texas. You know, you, people know what states touch uh, Mexico. And then it would just travel up, you know, and it says, obviously, Pennsylvania's got a serious epidemic going on there with this shit. But it's like, dude, the cartels are, are kind of, I think, getting to the point where they're going to overpower the damn military that's down there you know what i mean like they're the little bit of law enforcement that's down there rather um i mean it's just scary stuff and if trump is already running on that that means that they're going to get more and more powerful up until 2024 right and the and the, the cartel is does not i don't think there's been very many if any um racketeering charges actually been successful with that you know that's organized right. crime right. so Pretty sure they're getting away with whatever, and 
But what's interesting is, is people are not just dying, they're becoming viable organ hosts as far as I'm concerned. That's what it appears to me. So they're bringing it over, they're preparing the bodies, they're not dead, but their organs are still intact, their organs aren't being attacked. I mean, isn't that convenient? I mean, China's yeah. already, you know, complaining about having low organ or organ donations. And so it just seems like a little bit of coincidental solution. But it's it's crazy stuff. I didn't even opinion. I didn't even think of it from that aspect. And I'm glad you called in and, and, and kind of shared that part of it because I, I didn't put two and two together. You know, I was just like, oh, the, these open sores and, you know, they're losing fingers and this and that. No, it's not targeting any organ. And what better better way? Oh, they're just dumb junkies anyway. So uh, once they die, we can just take their organs and sell them on the black market. Yeah. And how long have they been telling us that there's going to be a zombie apocalypse? What if this is the fucking zombie apocalypse? Right. <laughs> There's, this stuff is found in 39 states right now. Wow. Jeez. Well, yeah. that is fucking terrifying. But hey, maybe for people that are, uh, you know, know all, all in support of the, uh, you know, New World Order, maybe it's a good time to get into drugs. You know, if you uh, <laughs> if, if you just, you know, want to try something new and you you're all about like, uh, you know, Biden's presidency and you're cool with China and Ukraine Hey, try some new drugs on the street. You know what I mean? I would say. Well, I'm just you got your free crack pipe. Just on a personal anecdote where I work, you know, I do a lot of drug testing. And, you know, for example, we have a 14-panel cup. And people are coming in, meth is a real big problem here. And they're testing for seven drugs of 14, seven. And they don't even know it. Damn. You know, I'm like, look, this is uppers, downers, lefters, riders. Like, you're going to be in a freaking grave. Damn. Yeah. Wild it's, stuff, Gina. It's scary stuff out there. Yeah. Thank you for calling in. And, uh, sure. wow, keep, keep up the good work on, on your end. And I know you're in a job that isn't doesn't get a lot of rewards real quick. But when they do come, they're, they're very rewarding. And, uh, you know, awesome content to, to call in with because well yeah and the stuff that you're doing gina is really important for people you know yes. like that that's what i think you're trying to say man it's just it's so important so thanks for doing that and then sharing that with us hey no problem all right well, thanks for your guys's work too you couple of cunts yeah. <laughs> hey thanks <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i'll see you all. i'll call in next time i'll see what i can come up with <laughs> all right thanks well, gina take care and be safe out there you too. See you guys. All right, See bye you later. Bye. Rest of the camp. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. That's oh, fucking scary, it, dude. I was trying is. to kind of keep down. I know that you saw it, but the audience, I was trying to like shut my mouth. It seemed like there's uh hopefully that's not the case with all these calls, but there was uh, no, it seemed all right with L. Yeah, there was a delay. Well, L and then uh, kind of Matthew too. There was a little bit of, uh, you know, sound that was fucking with me, but I yeah, I was hoping that I wasn't just like interrupting her. You jump. Like like your head will just jump, so there might be a la- there might be our zoom. Okay. Well, hey, I think oh, it's your zoom. It's not. It's not mine. I got I got perfect internet over here. It's yours, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you know you know what's funny is when I when I first opened up the uh, the the meeting room, right? I was sitting here. I didn't I didn't start recording. I didn't do anything. And you know how we get that w- weird glitch when when you share uh, your screen sometimes and and it gets all like. All of a sudden, it started doing that. I walked away. I came back, and I'm still sitting there doing the same thing. But uh, here's another caller. Who do we got here? I'm excited to see this guy. 
Conspiracy Underground. Uh, you're on the air with Ghost and Ryan. Who are we speaking with? What's up, guns? It's Nate. Oh, he himself, the OG. I yeah, the the number one contributor to the show right here. What's up, buddy? Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, I just sent you guys another thing. I didn't know what I'm supposed to do on this phone call. I didn't know if I was supposed to bring news or just chat and say what's up. Hey, but, I mean, little both bit of, of them are fine. Yeah, gentlemen, how you how are you guys? I'm doing good. I'm uh, very cream pied at the moment. Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me see what you sent. It's very Let's disgusting. Uh, I sent it to Ghost. I can send it to you really fast, too. No, no, you're good. If, if you sent it to Ghost, what is it, Ghost? What are we talking about here? What do we got? U.S. US court demands release of report on toxicity toxicity of fluoride. So, okay, well, this would be good because, I mean, if that was the case, then people could not, like, talk shit about it anymore. There was that, you know, the, the, when the liver king got popped, right? For, uh, for not being natty, as they like to say, (laughs) they were making him just look like a crazy right wing conspiracy, you know, all around bad guy because he lied. That's one of the many things that he said that was actually legit was like the fluoride, the, the dangerous shit in the water. The dangers like around being surrounded by, you know, electricity and like having your modem on while you're sleeping and all that shit. He's got good points, but he just got painted with a broad brush saying he's just a crazy lying asshole. Um, dude, if the fluoride stuff came out, that, that would, would be incredibly fucking... beneficial, I think. Yes, because I know it's kind I of see a... him as a fucking joke too. like I see him as like a fucking stinky little troll version of like Andrew Tate. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> I've heard that he fucking stinks like shit if you get anywhere near him. And he's like five foot four or something. Yeah, yeah. He uh have you seen uh It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Nate? I have. I love that show. Okay, so you familiar with the troll toll? You gotta pay this the troll toll to get inside this boy's hole? Yes. <laughs> that's that's him. That is him right there. He's the troll. That, I'm touching myself tonight. That takes the toll. Uh, yeah, man, that guy. I I heard like you know I'm I'm into the UFC and all that shit. And this dude, when you get within like you know ten feet of him, he just smells like ass. He doesn't believe in soap. Uh, you know, God God bless his wife and kids. It's got to be just a total shit show over there. Sad, but hey, you know. I think he's getting sued for fucking millions of dollars. I mean, he's probably got it. He's probably got it. It's it's similar to Alex Jones, man. Like, you've been sharing some things with Alex Jones, like this whole situation with his cat and stuff, you know? Um, yeah, that's and fucked up. <laughs> I got to ask you, Nate, how, how do you feel about, like, Alex Jones? Do you think that he is legitimately getting targeted here, or do you think that this is a scare tactic for people like us to keep our uh, big mouths shut? Yes. Both. Both? Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. he's definitely being targeted for sure. I think that he's I think that he at least started out real and I think that he thinks he's real. I think that he is uh definitely used by uh the elite because he's like a perfect fucking he's a he's your perfect asshole. You know what I mean? Like he, he just like he'll get up there and say the craziest shit the loudest and he'll and he gets eyes, he gets attention, and so you can definitely like you can definitely point at him and say like they're all like this asshole. Right. right. But like, I legitimately think that 
he is getting targeted. Uh, I think so. You know, who the fuck knows? It could all be a theater. But also, yes, 100%. They're, they use him, like, just the way that they used him to uh, for internet censorship. Do you remember when they just, like, they shut down every single thing that Alex Jones ever fucking had. His PayPal. Yeah. He couldn't even open a bank account for a minute. They fucking, like, Airbnb. Like, nobody could touch fucking Alex Jones. And then nobody said anything. Everybody, Everyone was, like, stood away because they were like, well, he is Alex Jones. He is pretty fucking crazy. So I guess maybe we can let... He, they're doing the same thing with the First Amendment. They're, do, they're attacking him, and they're like, you know, they're like fucking... Char- they're trying to say, what is it, a billion fucking dollars or something retarded? Yeah, they're trying to get uh, a billion dollars at least from what I heard to the Sandy Hook families. Um, I don't understand the cat angle. I really don't understand that. Um, It's a really expensive cat. It's a luxury cat. Like rag dolls are like really fucking like they're they're expensive. It's like buying a purebred something or other. I don't know. I think they're being pricks and just fucking with them. No, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. So they want to like take the cat and then resell it and then get like the profit and supposedly give it back to the Sandy Hook families is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's, as like, as they probably throw the cat in a fucking uh, SPCA somewhere and nobody adopts it and then they get it gets used. <laughs> What's that? I said they'll give it to PETA and then they'll kill it. Right. I love some general sows. Just saying. Yeah, they're gonna fuck the cat. Peta likes to have sex with animals, so I mean that's kind of like where they where they stand on this whole thing. But dude, just wild man. They, it's so hard to know what the hell's up and what's down in this whole like culture war. It seems like it's just a big culture war. Yeah, it's a culture war. I mean, it's really just a war on people. It's a war on individualism. It's a war on autonomy. It's just a war on freedom. It's a war over your mind. They want you fucking, they want you to muzzle. They want you to shut the fuck up. They want you to obey. Uh, and they don't want you to question any of their fucking, their narrative. Nope. And then they will attack it on every fucking front. And then they want to fuck your kid. And then they want yeah. the fucking sterilize your kid. And then they want you to kill yourself. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, this is kind of the stuff that you guys talk about on Reality Zars, right? So I, I don't know, like, what, what kind of stuff you guys been looking into lately to because i i think that you guys do a really good job of like just talking shit about the people that deserve to be talked shit about the government the police you know all these people the military all the people that are really just kind of working as a collective unit to fuck over the three of us and everyone listening that's not part of those things the irs is tapped into and shit at this point um what kind of stuff you guys been looking into over there man you know what's a lot of fun about our show is that it's not about one thing ever Right. Uh, it, it's so fucking it, our, every single show is different. We try to get a different guest, a different perspective. Uh, we've had some really fucking interesting guests on lately. We have some really interesting guests uh, on that. Like the episode that I dropped today was about uh, Orthodox Christianity. Like I was just I'm curious as fuck about it. So I got like some of my friends on. They're all Orthodox and put out an episode. Uh, and then like Thursday, I'm putting out an episode uh, with Isaac Weishaupt where we talked about the connections with Satanism and capitalism. Like we talk about fucking everything. Uh, we just have a good time, man. Uh, and then we're also we're digging into uh, ghosts right now and the paranormal because we're going to be putting out what a ghost fuck? documentary. Soon. What did and, I do? Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I have no sketchy background. I, I dug in you and fucking cream pied you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> gross. This is just gross. But no, you know, it is um, the the orthodox thing. Did you have uh, did you happen to have Adam on there? I did. Every- yeah. Yeah. Adam's my buddy, man. Yeah. He's one of my ortho bros. Ortho bros. Orth bros. Yeah, man, those he he's interesting. The idea of the dog, God's dog. Have you are you familiar with that? No, <laughs> I didn't ask him that. I've never uh, heard. I've never even God. heard that. Oh yeah, there's uh there's an entity in the Christian Orthodoxy that basically looks like the old, uh, um, like the Egyptian thing, the the human with the dog head. The Anubis. Yes, Anubis. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a. Yeah, man. I, I'm surprised that that didn't come up in that episode. That's a that's well, considering a, their religion was around before uh, the Vatican and you know Orthodoxy. Uh, I would have to say they stole that from the Egyptians. Like they stole a lot of different shit. Well, a lot of our shit today is, is stolen yeah. from all these old cultures. We we borrowed it. Okay, ghost. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> do you do you consider yourself Orthodox? No, I don't. I consider myself a Christ follower. Is what is the term I like to use. Right, I think right. Jesus Christ was really awesome and interesting person. I think uh, he was a great person to emulate, and I try to be like Christ, even though I like eat ass and cuss a lot. I'm sure Jesus cussed a little bit. I don't think he was this little uh, kind of pacifist pussy hippie that a lot of people try and make him out to be. Because when they, tr- I mean, dude, if you see the commercials during the Super Bowl and shit, they're like, Jesus was a refugee. Allow illegal immigrants into the country. You know, like they do shit like that. They're taking every single characteristic that we're told about Jesus and they're just taking it to the thousandth degree. So, uh, and you know, he, he hung out with hookers and prostitutes. He seemed like a fun guy. Like, and I'm not even like making a joke about that. He seemed like probably a normal fucking dude. You know what I mean? But like had some extraordinary abilities and shit. Yeah, dude. And I, well, and you also have to see, see just like how fucking um, subversive that was for the time. Like you were not like the way the Jewish society was back then. You couldn't even like walk on the same side of the street as a hooker or like a tax collector. You didn't fucking get near them. And he would like sit down and have dinner with them like this. This is why the Pharisees were like the government into the day. Like to me, Jesus Christ was an anarchist. He was like right. fighting the government powers and the structures. And he was like uh, he was talking about love and peace. And, like, that was the most radical fucking thing you could have done back then. Right. But then he's also fighting with people if they're if they're doing shit wrong and flipping tables over and shit, right? I'm, like, he, he doesn't seem like just this guy, like, getting his ass kicked and getting spit on constantly and just being like, oh, that's what they want to do. Father, forgive them. You know, it seemed like he was tougher than a lot of people give him credit for. But I don't know, man. I'm no expert on that shit. I just, uh, I'm definitely a follower of Jesus myself, and I tend to believe that he was kind of a badass. Jesus was definitely a badass, man. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. But yeah, man, just uh, just fun times there. But Ghost, you got anything else here? Or Nate, anything else? No, I'm I'm good, man. This was, I, I always love catching up with Nate and sitting here listening to what, what, what what's going through the, the mind of Nate, as they say. One of the czars. Uh, it's a wild place. It is. <laughs> well, cool, man. Yeah, if you dig into that 
go a little bit deeper. It's uh, Phil Levine or whatever the fuck that that tranny's name is. She has been personally trying to uh, like cover up the fluoride reports, and she's personally tried tried to fucking make sure that they didn't come out. It's pretty fucking interesting, and uh, it they have to supposedly put it out. I think it's by the twelfth. So like in, that's like nine days, something like that. I don't know. I'm not good at math. So yeah, we should right reports. Yeah. Really fucking soon. And I, I think that shit's important. And I think we should be talking about it. Yeah. I, Cause I remember I might've been last Thanksgiving, my sister and brother-in-law were in and my sister-in-law comes in. Who's fluoride free toothpaste is that? I'm like, it's mine. Why don't you use fluoride? Uh, it's a poison. Mm. No, I've never had a cavity. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. Because it was fluoride that helped. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it, <laughs> that pea-sized fluoride, that, that little pea-sized piece of fucking toothpaste you put on your fucking brush, they tell you to spit out and make sure not to swallow any of it. And then they simultaneously like, oh, yeah, just put gallons of it and you're fine. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's pretty retarded. People are retarded. Well, they don't like to look into the past and, you know, the origins of fluoride and, and then uh, – what dictators might have used it in masses on certain people? Just saying. Yeah, fascinating one, because, like, if you try to look that up, all you're going to find is debunking articles. <laughs> but but it, like, And the only origin I can find from it is it came from Jesse Ventura. And I used to mm-hmm. really like Jesse Ventura, like, like pre-COVID, he was the shit. And then he kind of turned into a weird faggot bitch. Um, yeah, he's very strange. Like yeah, I used to like him until uh, the whole uh, thing with him and the beef with him and Chris Kyle kind of came out. And he, I think Chris Kyle kind of exposed he was a piece of shit. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, that, that seems fitting. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, like, what's great about Chris Kyle? He's just like a professional fucking killer. Like, I don't know. I've never fucking, I, <laughs> I don't know. What I what did what did he expose from Jesse Ventura? I'm just uh, curious. The, I didn't know what he, I didn't pay attention. Ventura to tried to say he was uh, one of the first seals, and he wasn't. He was a frogman, and he tried to say that, that that Kyle was a pussy and this and that. And there was some beef going back and forth. They were they came in contact in a bar, and Chris basically, I, I'm pretty sure, punched him in the mouth, and he didn't like that. Well, then you know when Chris got out and came back, his whole thing was helping, you know, veterans with PTSD. He'd take them to the shooting range, you know, just try to, you know, anything to help them cope. And one day he was at the shooting range and a dude turned on him and and, and shot him. But then when the book came out, Jesse Ventura tried to sue his wife for defamation. Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Yeah. So pretty shitty. Yeah. All right. I changed my mind. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but but to Nate's point too, like uh, you know, I did like his old TV show. Cons- was it Conspiracy? I don't know, dude. But I do know that that was a pretty dope show. They were talking yeah. about COVID and that like years before. I think in 2012, right. right? Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, to Nate's point, like when when two assholes are fighting, sometimes you don't need to take a side. But it does sound like Chris Kyle was trying to do the right thing. Yeah, he was a professional killer. You know, working for the worst mafia in the world, but. He, a lot of people don't know that shit when they sign up, dude. Like the programming is very real. And when you get somebody with like the ability that Chris Kyle had and shit, 
And then when they're done, they want to try and help people. That's admirable in a way. Um, but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, Jesse Ventura seems like a fraud for sure. <laughs> Sorry to ruin everybody's hopes out there. Well, he, he seemed like a dick before that too. Yeah. Right? I mean, like he was. The only he was thing like, he was good at is being in the WWF back in the day. I forgot well, about I liked that. Him, like, for five minutes when he would just talk shit. But what about Tower Seven? Yeah, he'd, he'd like call out Eleven Truth on Fox News, and like the person next to him, like it looked like their fucking head was about to explode. Right. Like I like him because I guess he was a loudmouth asshole. I mean, right. I sort of am too. Well, hey, aren't we all? You know, we're yeah, we we're all a bit of. We're all a little bit of Jesse Ventura and Chris Kyle. That's what I like to say. You know, that's what it is. So yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's uh, that's uh, that's an interesting little side story there, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Fucking sue well, for defamation. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys. No, we yeah, dude. Thank you for uh, for hanging out with us, man. You always send great stuff and. Like, I mean, honestly, do good luck with your show. Good luck with everything you're doing. I think that you guys do some great stuff. Check out Reality Czars, guys, if you have not listened, because Nate's a fun dude. I've never met your co-host, um, but I'm sure that he's cool if you hang out with him. You met one of them. You I met, thought, yeah, you well, met Thomas. Oh, Thomas is the new co-host, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I've met obviously I've met Thomas. Um, but yeah, no, I've never met the other guy. I don't even know his name, to be honest. Tony's elusive. elusive. Tony is elusive. Okay. Tony. Yeah, man. But I, I think he might be your Sasquatch there, Nate. <laughs> he's pretty hairy, dude. He's pretty he's Italian. <laughs> he's got some All right, gentlemen. I love Thanks, you. Nate. Have a good one, buddy. All right, love you, buddy. Cheers. All right, later. Hell yeah, man. Good stuff. Good calling list here. Absolutely. Did we have anyone else calling or no? Yeah, there might be a little bit late. Uh, they were driving and they're in the Jeep. And, oh, uh, they are they? Do they like to be referred to as they, them? They, them, him, her, his, how, hum, dinger. Uh, no, he's just a, he's just a dude. <laughs> Humding? Humding. Hey. Uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, all this shit is just, it's, it's crazy that there is never a shortage of things to talk about like people can just oh. call in and just talk about anything on any given day there's never a fucking thing to that that i don't know it's just it's fucking crazy the times that we live in here in 2023 man yeah i mean it's crazy you know the thoughts that i have in my head when i'm at work driving and thinking about different things or hear things you know on if i happen to listen to the radio and and because if i don't have service or whatever it's just like wow holy fuck i didn't realize some fuck some weird fucked up shit's going on. You know what I mean? Obviously we see, you know, your, your standard derailments and tanker explosions and, and what have you, that's been happening almost pretty steady for the last month. I did see a picture. I personally think it's an AI uh, generated picture, but uh, they compared it. The first picture image that came up was, um, good old Bush sitting on the floor. It was that Epstein Island picture and he's right, right. airplanes. The next one was, uh, uh, dim nuts. Uh, who's our president? Oh, that's right. Come on, man. Joe Biden. Right. Uh, sitting on the floor playing with wrecked trains. To me, it looked, it looked AI generated. That'd <laughs> be kind of funny. Um, uh, if it was true, that would be like, Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. There's another one there. Uh, something that I looked at while Nate was speaking there, um, 
this is pretty interesting, man. I don't know how legit this is, but we've got some links that we can click on here. Ooh, let's do it. To confirm the reality of the allegations here. Supposedly Biden, and, and this is very easy to believe, so I'm not doubting this, but just like the proof that it's out there, this is when I get skeptical. Supposedly Biden is like doing everything that he can to actually deplete the U.S. of resources, both like security-wise and like just regular resources. Um, This post on Above Top Secret says, Today I heard that President Biden signed something late Thursday evening authorizing a, quote, drawdown of our military U.S. defense stockpiles to, quote, help. Ukraine fight Russia. Of course. I swear to God, if we get attacked and we don't have everything, I am personally going to go to Ukraine and just fuck shit up. I mean, and I'm going to try and get a battalion to do this because this I'll, is... I'll join you. Uh, yeah, what they're doing and what <laughs> our government is doing. And it's not the people's fault, I don't think, but like I'm sure that they're not opposed to the help. Um, You know, it's just very frustrating to see this. In disbelief, I looked it up, and sure enough, 400 400 million of our national defense hardware and weapons are about to be shipped to Vladimir Zelensky forces in Ukraine again. Now, um, there was a video going around last week, I'm sure you guys saw this, where Zelensky is actually calling for a draft of U.S. kids. And he literally said it like that. He said, your daughters and sons need to come and die for us. He literally said that. I saw that, but I, I don't know how much validity I give that. It's, to I mean, me, it, it, it seemed because it, it was done through a translator. You know what I mean? So do we know the accuracy of the trans? You know, could, could somebody just be putting this together? Because when I see stuff like that, I'm like immediately, you know, back in the day, I'd be like, oh, look, yeah, da, 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 da. now I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't believe it either. But again, this guy's an actor and they are getting very, very flagrant with the shit that they're doing with Zelensky. I mean, if you saw him at the what was he at when he spoke on the fucking TV and it seemed like he was acting, he he tried to make his voice like Batman. He was talking really deep. You know, that, that little fucking twink doesn't have that voice. What was it? At, uh, one of the award shows It was like the fucking faggot Academy Awards or something, something like that. And, you know, he's sitting there talking. It's like very epic and all this shit. Dude, they, I, I totally buy it. I absolutely 100% buy it because this guy thinks that he's like the fucking president of the world now. Um, and I'm sure that he's being coached, obviously. But at the same time, these are words coming out of his mouth. Um, man, I, I, I totally buy it. But if you don't, I totally get it because we've been lied to a lot. Um, I guess like, like I was saying. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not true, but I'm not going to sit here and say it is true. You know what I mean? Because, like, I'm just looking at it in a very skeptic, doubtful mindset. Sure. No, yeah, and you should. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't speak whatever the fuck language that dude speaks, Um, you know, but, uh, you know, there was one thing I forgot to mention. Um, There's a Ukrainian fighter that was going to fight. He's actually going to fight this weekend now. They got, they rescheduled it. A Ukrainian fighter that was supposed to fight an American fighter in like two weeks ago and he ended up getting sick wasn't able to do it and his translator before before he pulled out of the fight they were talking and there were, there happened to be another ukrainian fighter that was fighting in a different organization i think bellator uh which is ufc adjacent right. and they were they, they were like uh they asked the the ukrainian in the ufc so this is a big week for ukraine you guys are you have uh somebody fighting in bellator you're fighting right now 
Uh, he's supposed to win. If you win, Ukrainians are going to sweep the two biggest uh, MMA organizations and blah, blah, blah. How does that make you feel? And this guy gets out there and starts saying, Russians and Ukrainians are the same people, so let's not confuse that. But it is very unfortunate what's going on right now, and a lot of people are being taken advantage of. I mean, he said straight up, Russia and Ukraine is the same. That's the way I took it. Um, Technically, they they are. uh, Just over time, they changed uh, slightly. But they changed Kiev to Kiev because Kiev was the Russian way to pronounce it. Right. that, That didn't look good, so we have to call it Kiev now. And, and and the whole region where this all went down, that Donbass region or whatever, Putin only went in there to help the people because they are predominantly more Russian-speaking and, and identify more as Russian than they do Ukraine. So he went in to help them That because Zelensky was sitting there fucking telling them they can't go to this church or, you know, can't worship this way and do this. And and I could have the region wrong, but that that that. That's the initial part of it. And if you look at uh, the people that fled from Ukraine, I think 60% of them went to Russia. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, man, it's it's incredibly strange. Just like the, the, the way that they that they worded that I thought was weird. You know, we're the same. So um, back when this thing first started, I actually saw this really interesting theory that uh someone just kind of threw out there and it makes a lot more sense now that maybe and this was before any money was given to ukraine by the way Mm -hmm. um maybe putin and Zelensky got together and they were like hey try and see how much money you can get from the united states and man wouldn't that be interesting if they did that and then ukraine just jumps back in bed with russia and they're like hey we got all your fucking weapons we got a whole bunch of your money what are you gonna do about it fuck you you know what i mean um I think that's incredibly interesting because in theory, dude, there is no reason that this war is continuing. No. Right. Did you so, see that uh, the the one and it could be photoshopped, uh, it, but it, it kind of plays into what you were saying and, and me being skeptical. Uh, Biden and Zelensky were filmed going up that that staircase inside that building. And the the way the camera angle is, is from the top of the stairs looking down and it shows them two rounding the corner and coming up the steps, and then right behind them is another Zelensky. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt shared that on Monday Night Master Debaters. Okay. Yeah, it, I think um, that was Biden, wasn't it? No, it was a Zelensky double. No, but who else was there? Was that was it Biden and Zelensky, or was it yeah, Putin? Yeah, but oh, uh, did I say Putin? Yeah, yeah. You said Putin and Sorry. Zelensky. I, I was meant, like, ooh, I, I want to see that picture. <laughs> no, I yeah. meant Biden. Biden. Yeah, I think that was legit. I mean, there's doubles. There's doubles of, of all these world leaders. I mean, look at Biden. He changes every fucking time we see the motherfucker. You know yeah. what I mean? So and we've already pointed out on this show uh, a couple of different Trump, you know. <laughs> yeah, these fucking six foot four guys, but they're like five feet tall. Yeah. That's fun. Um, just to get back to this right down there. This is the 33rd time. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's there's. You know, there's these $400 million worth of weapons. There's, uh, you know, uh, extra support equipment. There is $30 billion worth of total dollars that have gone to Ukraine, which is just insane. Since Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24, 2022, the United States has sent more than $30 billion to Ukraine. That, I mean, uh, there's no words for how that even makes sense. 
you can't sit here and say, well, $30 billion really isn't that much money because, uh, you know, the average war costs this much. I don't give a fuck. This is not our war to fight. And $30 billion, I would gladly fork over my portion of that $30 billion if it was going to schools or roads or something that the American people got to benefit from. We do not benefit. No, that $30 billion could be used right here in our own country. Real quick, real fast. I, I could think right now maybe railroads, you know, yeah, railroad, um, maybe clean yeah. water. But, you know, yeah, like Ghost kind of alluded to here, this is the 33rd time that the Biden administration has invoked the drawdown authority for Ukraine. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, these conspiracy sites sometimes get a little wild with that, but there's supposedly proof at defense.gov. Um, President Biden's also depleting petroleum reserves. Oh, let's hear the caller. I'm going to take a piss while you welcome him in. All righty. Or her. Conspiracy Underground, you're on the air with Ghost and Ryan. Who are we talking to? Hey, it's Scott from Curiosus Animus. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Doing good, doing good. Ryan stepped away real quick to uh, introduce Mr. Thick Dick to Urinal Cake. The the fucking what? Mr. Thick Dick to Urinal Cake. Oh, okay. Nice. Hey, take a pee. Oh, nice. Nice, man. So what's going on, Scott? Oh, not a whole lot. Well, I mean, there's always a lot going on, but as usual, not all of it pertains to me. I was just, um, I came across a news article that was talking about some new bill that was passed out in California, and a lot of people are using hyperbole to say that it's uh, legalizing pedophilia and whatnot. And it's, it, as per usual, that some folks have taken shit completely out to the deep end. But what's interesting is this uh, bill, I read some more about it in the Los Angeles Times, and they were talking about how what uh, it does in actuality is uh, – kind of untie the judge's hands as to uh, how much discretion they have. So whereas formerly, let's say there's an 18-year-old and a 17-year-old and they they have uh, sex on grad night, right, or prom night, let's call it. So in the event that uh, it's just vaginal sex, uh, the there might be some criminal allegations that go on, but you wouldn't necessarily be forced onto a uh, sex offender's registration. However, if it were some acts that might be considered traditionally homosexual, like, um, interestingly enough, oral or anal sex, that becomes um, forced, right? So that they have to go onto the uh, registration. Uh, Apparently what this bill does is remove that and it allows the... uh, Discretion to go completely hmm. to the judge so that they can say, well, you know, this is you know, close in age. It's one thing, but, you know, judges are humans, too, and they are certainly susceptible to um, corruptions and poor judgment, just like everybody else. Right. Well, it is what it is. I'm not a lawyer or anything of that nature, but it is an no, interesting thing. You, you start in a movie where you played a really damn good lawyer, and I love that movie. <laughs> You. you know they're they are trying to bring in these ai lawyers too so i mean That's maybe okay terrifying right ai lawyers ai judges i think mostly judges um but yeah man i mean that would eliminate what's up scott by the way i i just i had to take a pp um it's all good i hope the water wasn't too cold or deep no it wasn't you know every time i pull my pants down my my <laughs> dick touches the water unfortunately you know and then i gotta wrap it around my leg and pull up my pants but uh, yeah, it's uh, 
And everybody wondered how he punched me in the eye from Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's like a 3,000-foot-long cock. Uh, well, how far? How far actually is that? But no, we'll get we'll get we're getting sidetracked. Um, uh, probably about two thousand and change. Okay, well, that was soft, so it is three thousand feet. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it, it's interesting, man. The the shit that I heard so far, um, the law system is just fucked, dude. It's fucked. It and and I kind of see where you're coming from. Like, okay, it gives the discretion back to the judge to be like. Okay, he just turned eighteen. She's seventeen. Gonna be eighteen. It's prom night. They were dating, and but when you get into the whole forced aspect of it, I don't care if it's forced and what age you are. You, you need to yeah. be held accountable to right. the max, in my opinion. Max about absolutely. Yep. You know, um, you know if I if I leave this this studio right now, go out and. and basically force my wife to give me fellatio and, and basically <laughs> her that way. Say it all nice. I could go to jail. <laughs> yeah. And I should yeah. go to jail because you know what I mean? Because everybody's like, Oh, marital rape. That doesn't happen. No, it, it does. <laughs> and John Wayne Bobbitt about it. It definitely. Yeah. Happens. He lost she his dick his over it. For it. Yeah. That's right. Huh. Yeah. No, means yeah. Fucking no, it's pretty simple. A lot of states have that two-year buffer. So is this like a – it sounds like a statutory thing. Obviously, I missed some of what you're saying. But is this like referring to like statutory rape only? I, yes. I think I think that's like a big part of it was that it, it um, makes it so that it, the playing field is more level in the direction of vaginal or, uh, you know uh, – other not same, not same sex acts, right? Don't you think like there should kind of be something where you can't be eighteen in high school? I think that like eighteen year olds, like seniors, should go to a different school than fourteen year olds. I mean, fourteen year olds are getting into high school, right? And then there's some places where they do like middle schools and high schools together. So you've got fucking like twelve year olds. Around 18-year-olds, man. This is scary stuff because, like, technically, which, as fucked up as it sounds, a 17-year-old isn't, like, that's not a statutory thing against a 12-year-old, supposedly, right? So, yeah, that's a fucking shitty gray area, huh? It's a massive, massive gap in age and and maturity and all kinds of things. I mean, I knew, like, when I was in middle school, I didn't kiss a girl until I was, like, fucking 16. I know, I'm a fucking nerd here. But... There was kids like all around when I was like 12 years old that were like fucking sucking each other's dicks and all kinds of shit, you know? So it's a thing that happens now. You know, like you said, Scott, it's a massive gray area when, when you've got like 18 year olds now around 12 year olds and even 14 year olds. That's scary stuff, dude. So it's like, yeah, I, I think that that should be something that, that gets changed. Obviously we're going the opposite way with it. I wouldn't be fucking surprised if elementary school kids start hanging out with high school kids at the rate that we're going. But yeah, man, that's scary stuff. Very scary. Yeah. It, it, there does seem to be an overarching um, push or, or nudge to try and uh, normalize some shit that in the fifties, they would have like taken people behind a bar and fucking done bad things to them. Oh, yeah. You they know. would have treated him like old Yeller at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, fucking I, I made friends with someone on the Internet. Shocker. I know. But um, <laughs> don't tell our they, secret. 
<laughs> they sent me some pictures of uh, a a lubrication and prophylactic display in a northern Philadelphia Walmart that was all Sesame Streeted up, like Sesame Street brand KY and prophylactics and all that shit. And, like, you can angle it like that's, you know, it's for adults. And, you know, adults like Sesame Street, too, but that's yeah. fucking not appropriate. No, so, and I've, I've seen a lot of people posting videos of uh, being in Targets and in the boys section of clothing, and it it it's all almost identical to girls' uh, clothing. Dude, it's it's fucking crazy. So like the the human brain doesn't really become set in its uh, formation until around the age of seven. Like before that, it's in a constant uh, theta wave there that's happening right which is how we absorb all the social cues from society you can't sit down and talk to a toddler and explain to them in words how everything goes down they just hang out and they soak everything up like sponges dude it's just the way it is and uh so much so that uh i don't remember his name but there was a jesuit phrase that said give me a child until he is seven and i will show you the man meaning that they know that that is the formulative time where these kids build a lot of their social and structural identities and, and through absorption and, uh, and, and by normalizing this shit so young, it's absolutely going to have a psychological effect on these kids. Even if they don't wear it themselves, being in the environment will help them help the uptake of that. So well, it's your kinda- investment of was right. It's kind of like the the complete opposite of how Vikings or the Spartans or you know take take some of you know your Native American tribes at a young age they they would raise their boys to be warriors you know what I mean and then they had to pass a at at a certain age pass a test to be considered a, a warrior or a man and now it's like the complete opposite they they took that philosophy and reversed it to accept uh non-binary not non nobody has a gender type shit that, that we see right now and, and to confuse everybody yeah there's a there's a desperate lack of rite of passage in the manhood and and probably in womanhood too i mean i can only speak for my gender or sex because you know i'm comfortable with it so yeah you, you go by they them right <laughs> definitely they, they they be a badass them motherfuckers <laughs> yeah well there there's the uh the the bullshit ceremonies like the quinceanera the bar mitzvah but those aren't real rites of passage like there should be something where like you know you're you're you turn 16 or 17 you go on a hunt by yourself or some shit you know that's like you know so, or, or you i mean even in the modern age like learn how to change a fucking tire you know what I mean? Something like that. Something very basic that'll keep keep um, you know a boy in check. Learn how to do something to a vehicle. Yeah, start change, working. Change the oil. Change a tire. Learn how to uh, replace a, a breaker that that might have blown in your your breaker box. That's terrifying. Check. How to write a check? I know right, everything's right. paper paperless, but I still write some checks because I don't like auto auto deductions. Right. There's a, there's a lot of nations out there that still have compulsory uh, service to the nation as far as military service, and I think I think it's a good thing. Not necessarily when you're like a war culture like we are, like yeah. But well, now now they're, now they're promoting you know, all the the transgenders. Is look at our military. 
Oh man, we've we've been. I I have a lot to say about the whole compromising of our structure. As far as that yeah, we goes. always we always joke that the fucking navy was gay, and then the air force became the gayest, and then the marines became the gayest real quick, saying, <laughs> "Oh, you can't call me sir or ma'am." And and now we're like, "Holy fuck, uh, what what the fuck is our military?" <laughs> Dude, it's nuts. So the army got rid of you know I I, I was told by a. Uh, first lieutenant on TikTok, so you know, take that for whatever it's worth. Um, but he said that they've abandoned the need for like you can get a get into the army now without even having a GED. Like they're willing to throw a waiver at that. Like no level of education, basically. Dude, that that's like a basic, fundamental qualification. Like have yeah. some sort of either if it's indoctrinated by your government education, but at least to know two plus two makes four. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like mechanical skills. Isn't that like, I mean, I just to kind of play devil's advocate here, and I honestly kind of feel like that's not the worst thing if someone needs to, but obviously you, you if it was a healthy culture, like you said, Scott, like, you know, you don't want the war culture and just the brainwash culture that we have, but it seems like in a healthy world and in a healthy country, That'd be great if uneducated people could go and actually make money working in the military, right? Because there's not, I mean, some of the jobs are high level, right? Like these IT jobs, certain jobs, you do need to know two plus two. But then there's some jobs in the military where you, I mean, you just need to learn how to fucking speak, basically. Um, You don't even need to know how to write in some positions. Just, hey, go climb that wall. Okay, I climbed it, you know. So what you're saying is uh, a, a grunt. Yeah, Grunt, you know, I wasn't going to say it because I, I never served, right? Um, <laughs> but I know a big a big portion of the military is just simply following orders. That's what a lot of people do. Now, yes, there are, like I said, there's variations of that. That could be a good thing. But obviously, if, if our government's doing it, uh, we, we know that that's not the case. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, that is interesting that you need zero education to get in there now. Um, but I, like I said, I, I think it could be a good thing. Yeah. I mean, the army was always the biggest at throwing waivers at everything. I never thought it would come down to that. Dude, that's insane. But to your point, Ryan, so like following orders, right? Like it, so when you receive a unlawful order, right? Right. It is the soldier's responsibility to, first of all, disobey the uh, unlawful direct order. And secondly, report it to, someone else in the chain of command. But if they don't have the intelligence, and not to say that education and intelligence are the same thing, but when you have a bunch of dudes perhaps that don't have even the ability to get a GED and they're supposed to just be following orders, chances are they're just going to do what the fuck they're told. And maybe that's just me being... Um, no, you make a good point. They're going to be the but, ones that will fire on American citizens. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I would honest, I would honestly argue that the people that are going and getting the highest educations will be the very first ones to fire on American citizens. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, I I can see where you're coming from, you know, because usually the highest uh um like education. the Harvard educated there's not many Harvard educated clients no, out there, but, but you know what I'm getting if at. If you attended college, that that's that's how you get into the officer corps. You have to have college education now. You can't, it's not like the, the 40s or the 30s where you could start out as an E1 and eventually work yourself up to an officer and, and go on. That doesn't happen anymore. So, yeah, I can see where, you, because 
the officers. Look at the brass of the military, the people that you see on TV and shit. These people are educated. You know what I mean? And like Scott said, intelligence and discernment and all this stuff is very different than quote unquote education. Education is just indoctrination. I don't know. I'm not saying that it's not as black and white as we're making it, right? We're just having a discussion here. But it is, I think that it could be a good thing to allow people that fucked up their lives, um, as scary as it sounds, if we're if we're fucking on if we're knocking on World War Three's door here, and we need bodies, I mean, if there's people that can go out there and get a paycheck, not that they should even sign up. I, I, I if I had a kid, dude, I would never let them sign up for the military in this state right now. The way that we are as a country and as a world, no fucking way. And if there's a draft, I would do anything that I could to try and like encourage anyone that I knew to get out of it somehow. Um. But again, in a healthy world, I, I don't think that that's the worst thing is having uneducated people in the in the military. But maybe I'm crazy. Again, I never served, so I might be talking out of line here. No, I mean you make good points. You know what I mean? That the, like you said, it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray area here. You know, you, you're speaking to to two people that ha- have had served, and you know you haven't. So that that that's what makes this conversation great and well rounded because. I can see your point. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe it isn't so bad, you know, but from someone that served, I don't want to be staying there. Dude, can can you even fucking write your name? You you know what I mean? Like trying to try to, it'd be like trying to serve with a private pile. If that makes sense. Right. Oh, dude. Right. Cause, cause not only do you have to do your work, but you also have to shoulder the loads of those who are inept. Which happens in the army, fucking anyway. Believe Every me. branch has that. What branch did you serve in, Scott? If you don't mind me asking. Regular army. That was uh, small arms and artillery repair for just shy of six years. Nice. Well, obviously, thank you very much for your service, sir. Yeah. It's uh, my pleasure. Thanks for paying your taxes. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm trying to get out of it somehow, but no problem. <laughs> Um, that just means you're smart (laughs) you know it's just it's funny dude it's just such a fucked up system and the fact that that conversation's even there you know that that hey uh this this guy is this a good thing or a bad thing that uneducated people can get into the military i don't know man It, it we're we're in this place right now we're in this fucking culture where that's the reality and it sucks thanks for paying your taxes Right, it's 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 my favorite retort for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good one. If you don't mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. Yeah, good man, (laughs) that's good. How do you feel about taxes as military members, ex-military members? We shouldn't be paying them. There's there's no law that says the IRS should even exist, as Mm -hmm. far as I'm aware. So. And every, you know. everybody will go, well, there's an amendment, but no, if you start digging into it and go to one stupid um, there's a lot of information there. Uh, if you go back, Ryan had that person on, uh, and did an episode, but you know, t- t- no taxes are completely illegal. Well, I kind of like them, you know, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. They're total bullshit. Dude. It's, uh, like I said, I'm trying to figure out like just how to get out of it but it, at the same time it's not easy and um you know talking about it is very risky so yeah it's a mm. it's a risky thing unfortunately this i mean again this is the fucking place that we live this is the the era that we live in where you know you got to kind of watch what you say it seems which is unfortunate yeah 
Yeah. Hear the national anthem. You know what I mean? It's it's rough, uh, dude. It's, uh, the only mean, anthem I have is is this. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You <laughs> yeah. Not not it. But what were you gonna say, Scott? Uh, it it is rough. Like as far as uh, the taxes go, because because of my experience in the military, and I had dudes who were you know uh, senior enlisted saying like, if you don't basically use up your budget, it will get reduced in the next year. Yeah, and th- yes. that rationale being not just in the military, but fucking everywhere. It, it seems throughout the, the various bureaucracies that we we are forced to endure. Dude, um, I remember at closing in on the end of the fiscal year, we would fucking ramp up sortie after sortie after sortie after sortie after sortie, and then for like two and a half, almost three weeks, we w- we wouldn't put a jet in the fucking air. And the very first time I I, I saw this, I was like, well, "What's going on? Why why aren't we flying?" Oh, we ran out of budget. We had to spend the money, and if we don't spend all the money, then we don't get more for the next next fiscal year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. You know, and if it's that obvious at the the trickle down level of lower enlisted, which is you know, as as much as I appreciate the education and training I got from the U.S. Army, like you you could probably teach anybody else at McDonald's to do the exact same shit because every technical manual and field manual in the military is, or in the army is written at a third grade reading level. Mm-hmm. So like it's, it's designed for, for people who may not necessarily be very scholastically inclined or have great linguistics or reading capabilities. It's, it's like overarching, you know? And so everybody could do it. I think it, it takes a, it takes a certain, it's not, I don't know if it's much of a, uh, intelligence level i think that it's a sense of pride and it's uh i mean it takes some balls i think it takes balls to join the the military i honestly when i uh was of that age to where i could have signed up i'm not gonna lie i was just scared to do it you know like i i thought that i had other options um you know i it would have been something really good for me I, i definitely lack discipline um so i don't think it's so much of an educational thing again maybe talking out of line here but I think it's just it, it it takes guts and it takes um it, it takes a sense of pride, you know what I mean? I wasn't necessarily very proud of my country when I was graduating. It's kinda like more liberal when I was graduating, all that kind of shit. But to your point, like just to kind of go back to one thing that you said, you know, if you get an unlawful order, these people need to be able to like figure out if they uh should follow it or not. It's unfortunate that that's even a possibility that the higher educated higher members of the military could potentially be giving some unlawful or downright illegal fucked up orders. And then these lower level people that already feel the pressure to follow their leader uh, from this hierarchical standpoint, and they have to decide themselves if this is a good idea or not, dude, whether you're giving a very, very educated 18 year old, the option to follow some orders or a fucking dumbass that didn't even get their GED, not to say that everyone's dumb uh, that didn't get their GED, that's no place for a fucking kid. You're still a kid at 18. That's what infantry stands. I mean, infantry is infant, right? It's infantante, right? Is what that comes from. You're, you're a child when you're doing this stuff. No one is really capable. I don't care if you're a fucking valedictorian at that age, you're not able to really be responsible enough. So it is such an interesting thing that you bring up, Scott. It's, it's a good, 
uh, it thing is. to talk about for sure. I mean, obviously we've been talking about it for 30 minutes. It seems like, and it, it, you could talk about this for hours. Like this is, this is not black and white shim. No, no, no. Well, I mean, nothing truly is. There's always going to be shades of gray and, and speaking in absolute is, is, it's always a red flag for me when I hear people speak in absolutes about whatever. It's just like, okay, well, you, you're clearly based on whichever side of you're falling into here. It's, um, you know, it's dogmatic. I, I, almost. Yeah. And, and, oh, and to sure. kind of sum up uh, the point of this conversation, I know it's a Hollywood movie, but a few good men kind of bring, brings this point home. So does Billy Madison. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's an interesting. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I've never even seen that movie. <laughs> ah, a few good men, man. That that's the one where Jack Nich- Nichols. You can't handle the truth. Oh, okay. Classic line. I know the yeah. line. Don't know the movie. Yeah, and it it all stemmed down to an unlawful order, and you know what have you? So, yeah. and the consequences of that, you know, the, those illegal actions that were taken, you mm-hmm. know. And, um. Yeah, we could we could do a whole episode on some shit about illegal actions that force the nation into strange situations. But absolutely, but yeah, yeah, man, I like it. Sometime. Yeah, well, thanks, Scott. This is this is an incredible way to wrap up an episode here for us over here on Cunt. Oh yeah, this is my first time on the Cunt. I love it. it do you feel wet? You feel a moist? Bit. Okay, good. A little bit. It's warm. It's warm. Well, All right. Good. As long as you're not cream pie, then we're good. No. <laughs> a little smelly, but warm. A little smelly, yeah. <laughs> a wipe, we wiped our ass the wrong way. Ugh. <laughs> we have some more respectable older <laughs> listeners. I know. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's joking. If you can't laugh and, and have a good time with it, come on. <laughs> I know. No, I think that the people that are listening by at this point, they, they kind of understand what's going on. But you get some butts together, you're going to hear some weird shit. That's just the way of the beast. I know, man. I love the military sense of humor, like the stuff that's like totally inappropriate to say in front of family members and stuff. I do that constantly, actually. You know what? Oh, damn it. Scott can't see what we're doing. I was going to show you. I was going to end the clip with something uh, or the uh, show with something pretty funny, but Scott can't see. So I'll have to show it with you guys next time we're at the uh, tavern. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott, thanks for calling in. And, uh, We'll be talking soon. Uh, we talk pretty regularly, and uh, hell, maybe you'll come to the tavern this Friday. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll pop in. You gentlemen will be good. Have a great day. All Take right, care, you Scott. Can. Later. Later. That's awesome. So, we're at that point in the conversation. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, Fucking cunt. Lovely. Who's your cunt of the week? Zelensky dog. Okay. Vladimir Zelensky. I don't know if he was my cunt last week, but uh yeah, just the things that I've been hearing, the more money that's sent there. Um maybe he's just the fall guy, but he's the he's still the fall guy. He signed up to be the fall guy at the very least. So fuck him, you're a cunt. Vladimir Zelensky. Yep, you're a cunt. I'm going with China and the uh the whole tranquilizer shit. So, well, then the the cartels is the two part in that because yes. they none, none of this is possible without uh, without their cooperation without coyotes and mules. Yes, yeah, very very fucked up, um, dude. Let me let me actually pull this up for you. Uh, go to Instagram, 
Okay. And pull this up. Just we can end this with a funny clip today, you know, right. and then we'll get out of here. Uh, pull up Instagram, share your screen. I would pull it up myself, but it will probably cut out a little bit. Uh, it's uh, usually a little glitchy. You'll be able to see it clear. Um, okay. Let me do this. <laughs> and I encourage people to watch this. You know, it, it's just funny. It, you know, stupid, but yeah. funny. This episode actually did get a little bit more serious than what we normally get which well yeah usually we fuck around more we'll see what people think of it if people enjoy the collins we'll run a couple of these if they don't then we'll just maybe incorporate a call-in or two um yeah it felt like a completely different show to be honest but i enjoyed it for sure um okay when you're on instagram okay let me uh share screen there we go and share your sound share my sound (laughs) And to the people listening at this point, you're not really going to see the funny. You'll have to watch the funny here. Uh, go to search. And then go type in Kermy, K-E-R-M-Y. Let's see if he pops up. Okay, no. Uh, same word, D-O-E-S. No, same word. Oh. Yeah, D-O-E-S. right there click that and make sure you get the sound on and let's see which one we got here that just might be a fun one just scroll down because i want to get a good one for you um click on like uh click on that on the the girl with the nose ring right there and listen to the sound and make sure that you can see all of kermit's thing what's up how you doing okay nice i'm doing pretty swell you ever seen one of these? <laughs> What's up, Shotty? Did you see him? How you doing? You're glitching out. Okay. Nice. I'm doing pretty swell. You ever seen one of these? <laughs> the whole page is just that. Glitch, glitch, glitch. Yeah. Hopefully oh, yeah. you can hear me. No, I can definitely hear you, and I can hear the... Yeah, it's Kermit, and he just leans back and shows his big old dick, and it's so funny when he's talking to... Cucumber. <laughs> what are <laughs> you? Dude, I fucking stumbled on that page yesterday, and I was just watching all of these things. He'll show it to dudes and I'm girls. A... It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm actually shocked that you didn't send me anything. No, because I wanted to show it here. I wanted to share it. I think everyone needs to check it out. Uh, some of the girls, I think that like some of the girls are young. I don't know. I think that they're like fucking like 17 or anything, but like they're definitely like, you know, the age where you're going on chat roulette, basically. Right. So, you know, young college kids trying to hook up and shit, but it's just so funny, dude. And it's not a real dick. So, you know, get a sense of humor here, but yeah, so man. Touch on it on the top of the hour, uh, like normal, but, uh, how was your birthday? Oh, it was good, dude. Yeah, it was fun. Just, uh, you know, uh, the, the, when I was really trying to celebrate, it was on the fourth, right? With the UFC stuff. Didn't have any luck betting, unfortunately. Uh, could have had something to do with my booze intake and I wasn't really thinking clearly, but dude, I enjoyed the fuck out of the fights. I didn't bet like crazy on anything because, you know, I, just, I didn't want to like let a negative, like net profit night fuck up my day. So I was just like, I'm just going to kind of bet light. So, um, yeah, just kind of had fun and watched the fights. And then the next day went over to my parents and ate some tacos and tamales. And I got leftovers that I'm about to eat after we're done with this episode. So that sounds amazing. 
you and I talked about tamales earlier today, and I, I'm I'm gonna have to t- pull the trigger on that. And I always screw up the 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 B word in taco birria. Birria. Yeah, good stuff. And I that's want- easier. Yeah, that's just uh, meat. If you know how to make meat, you can make that. But uh, that and then, yeah, dude, tamales are so good. And they're easy to make. People say they're hard. They're fucking easy. You just got to make a lot. If you're going to make them, make leftovers for the whole week. Like make, make you know, if you're by yourself making them, obviously you got a couple people there that would eat them. Make two dozen, dude. Sit there. Get a little buzz going. Make 24 of those bitches. You'll eat two at a time. That's 12 fucking meals for one person. That's not that much. Cut that in half. You got, I mean, you, you know how to do math. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. I, fuck, I ate spaghetti all last week. I made that much fucking spaghetti. And, yeah. And yesterday sent some sauce home with the stepson. And I said, do you have spaghetti noodles? He's like, yeah. Here, take, the, take some more of this sauce and eat it up. And he's nice. like, okay, nice. Good. But, Hell yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for asking. Though. It was a fun birthday. And um, next year, you're going to be Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to be 33. I actually thought I was turning 33 this year for a second. And I was like, ooh, that's weird. But 32. So. Well, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, man. You know, I've been alive for a billion seconds now. Is that is that did you time it out? Yeah, well, I it's somewhere around 30. I think it's 30 or 32, something like that. It's wild. Isn't that crazy? People have a billion dollars. That means that they got a dollar for every second they've been alive. If they're 32 and they're billion a billionaire. I couldn't even imagine that. Dude, no. I I make I mean we're I I make multiple dollars an hour over here. So it's like how are you making a dollar a second? And some people got more than that. Yeah. So it's like what the fuck's going on there? But yeah, wild to think about. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Conspiracy Underground with the Conspiracy Underground news team. And we will see you next Tuesday.